get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline than a rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. Hey, this is uh, Ectoplasm, people. Episode 8 of Ectoplasm. And I'm back. Myron is back. From the dead. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, man. look. You were doing a good thing. You I'm, should feel good about yourself for doing that. Let me tell you something. I hated... <laughs> I hated all the butt kissing you did. I did, didn't episode. I? I kissed a lot of butt. I'm not that great. You're kind of great. No, I'm not that no, great. No, you add a lot. You add a lot to the show. Let me tell you something. I didn't listen to the whole thing. I know you didn't. I, you, you told me you fell asleep. I fell asleep. Dick move, man. <laughs> I I heard the front end where I got some butt licking, and then there was more I, butt. Licking, and then though. I fell asleep, and then I woke up at the end where I got more butt. Yeah. Licking. So it was like. During I the was, middle, there wasn't any butt licking. I know, and that's the part that I missed. So all I got was butt licking. Yep. I like it. There was a fair amount. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Look, I think we have a special treat. I am, yes. I'm happy. I don't know if, if people listening right now are going to be happy. I don't really care. <laughs> no, this is going to be good. We have our one of our local Christian ministers here, Jeff Jewett, and he's going to give us his take on the paranormal uh whatever comes up ghosts demons whatever it is that you're into josh that makes you uh all of the above make you know <laughs> makes you you but uh but i think uh i think you got a lot to say don't you jeff uh, i don't know but i'm gonna give it a shot anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh jeff jeff uh can I butter your bread for a minute? Rub your rhubarb. Yeah, is this like the butt licking that occurred? This earlier? is this is butt licking. Okay. okay. And look, I don't the, I don't know that I've ever said those words <laughs> together. Yeah, you've said butt and licking, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look, I've been waiting two weeks to tell you this, and I I never told you this in person. But we've had... Don't cry. I'm going to shed a tear. We've had a relationship for how long? I've known you for a year now. About a year. year, About a year. And you are... We have three churches in town. Yes. Right? Yes. How many churches do we have in town? This should be an answer. I know. Uh, We have three. 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 Yeah. One of them is yours. Right. Uh, And... I've talked to you several times in the last year, and never once have you asked me to come to church. 
never once have you asked me what my religion was, whether or not I believed. Basically, you've never come to me and said, you need to do this or you need to do that in that entire year. Did you look at me right away and go, that guy is an atheist and doesn't believe in God, so I'm not even going to bring it up. <laughs> or, <laughs> or are you just are you just that are you just that way? Because because most Christians want you to be Christian and and pressure you into yeah. going to church yeah. and and absolving yourself of sin and everything like that. So, it, and I think that that's I think that that's great. You've you've you know now I did go home. I did go home and talk to my wife and she was thinking about going to church. And because of what I'm saying right now, I said, why don't you go to Jeff's? Cool. Right. Right. Cool. Why don't yeah. you pack up yeah. the kids and go to Jeff's? Yeah. You, you know, and, and, uh, I was telling her that I think out of the, out of all the other churches in town, yours would probably be the best. I, I, I haven't heard you give a sermon, but, you know, so I don't know if it's really good or if it's really boring. <laughs> you know what I mean, but but I I think that that I think that that is exceptional. The point that I'm making is I think that that is exceptional because you, especially nowadays, when people are so polarized mm, to yeah. their beliefs yeah. and and they and they're trying to get other people to do what they want them to do, and that's also really? why I thought it would be good to bring you on the show. Yeah. Because you're not going to get on here and prostitute. Can you say that? There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to do that, and that's why I thought you would be great for coming on. The no, show. and that's cool. I no, I here's here's what I think. I think that uh, it's more important to get to know people before you draw lines like that. Mm-hmm. And I always come at things with the expectation that maybe I'm wrong. I I may be wrong. You know, I, I think I know what I believe, but I may be wrong. So All if, three I'm, of us could be. if I'm wrong, then that means what you're saying is just as valid as what I have to say. Yeah. So, well, but the difference between you and I is you have, I mean, I'm not 80 wrong. people, I'm right. <laughs> of course <laughs> you have, you have 80 people that, right. that you have to worry about, uh, giving sermons to so sure. you so you have to be strong in your beliefs sure to get up in front of 80 people and tell them what you have to say sure i don't do that i don't try to i'm not pendulette which by the way is the worst atheist in the whole world pendulette really yeah Why? because he is on a crusade to destroy religion yeah yeah, I think that's the wrong way to go about things. Oh, his his excuse is that he is that religion causes death, that people are violent over it, which is which is true in some cases. But okay, but, back in the day when they would fight wars and things of that nature, absolutely. Yeah. Nowadays, you could throw religion into it as much as you want and say that oh, it's a religious thing. It's not Middle East, buddy. It's about lining pockets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but I religion still. I I agree to a point. That religion still kills people. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, so does non-religion. But right. I, but well, look. But, but look. It, 
as far as being a libertarian and an atheist, Pendulette, and I'm not going to drop his name anymore after this, <laughs> is horrible at it because you're because you're one you're supposed to as a as a libertarian which i am you're supposed to believe in facts not conjecture right you're supposed to take the facts in proven facts in and say okay this apply those facts to your belief the other day i heard him uh making fun of people who stand outside of abortion clinics and protest abortion right I don't care about abortion. It's not one of my. It's not one of my concerns. I don't. You know, I I'm not pro and I'm not anti. Right. It just is what it is. Women, in some cases, don't want to have kids, so they go to an abortion clinic. Other other women, in some cases, believe you, that you shouldn't get an abortion, so they don't. These people who are standing outside of the abortion clinics are holding up signs saying abortion is murder. Guess what, people? Abortion is murder. If I, if you're going to kill something that's alive, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. the fact of the matter is, is it's murder. The question is whether or not you care. And so when he's saying that these people are wrong that it's not murder, he's not basing that off of fact. He's basing it off of his stupid opinion. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and that's an uninformed opinion. Life is life. If something is alive, it's alive. I, I don't care if it's one-celled or two. You know, I'm going to tell you, the moment, and I don't want to make this about abortion, but, <laughs> but the, uh, before, before the egg is even fertilized in the woman, yeah, it's, it's alive. It's alive. Exactly. My sperm's alive. Her egg is alive. It's a living organism. I don't care if it has a conscience. It's a living organism. Yeah. Every time I'm by myself for an extended period of time, I kill <laughs> oh. millions of organisms. <laughs> And I'm telling you what. Did you just turn the heat up in here? <laughs> it's hot. That's the way. That's a, hey, buddy, that's a fact. No, that is good stuff. That is a fact. Okay? So why does he have to make fun of these people? And that's that's why he's a bad. So what you're saying is. A bad libertarian. Well, do you think Penn Jillette goes and butters the corn and kills millions of his yeah, but he doesn't little pendulettes. But he doesn't care. You know what I mean? Right. We should we should stand outside of his house and protest when he's doing it. <laughs> we should. It's like, hey, if, he's if been the, home if, alone for three hours. I know something's going on. I know. Well, okay, not to make it about not to make it about any specific religion, but the Bible does say you shouldn't do that. And now, no, it doesn't. It does. No. There, there, See. There is so many. Well, okay, let me change that. There's certain religions that believe you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Okay, because it's a it's a sin. You can't throw a Bible verse at it though. It it, it doesn't a exist. Yeah. Right. It doesn't, yeah, it, it doesn't exist. But 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 you know, I mean, I think that the point that they're trying to make that you can't you shouldn't do that is because you're you're killing living organisms, right? I don't know if that's the point. You don't know if that's the point. I think I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, they're 
They're just trying to keep you as far away from a monkey as possible, right? <laughs> okay. Enough on Pendulette. He he's a bastard. Right. Anyways, uh what do you think about what do you think about uh ghost hunting, Jeff? That scares the crap out of me. Because I totally believe in it. Well, you you mentioned before we started uh, before we started recording, you mentioned that you grew up in a haunted house. Well, I lived uh, a couple of couple of years or a year and a half or so. My mm-hmm. wife and I. Okay, okay. Yeah, we had just been married. We were uh, we were doing foster care, which was cool. We moved into a big house uh, so we could take sibling groups. We wanted to keep. Yeah. And uh, you know it was. Uh, Different levels. Yeah, one of those tri-level houses, you know, no full set of staircase, but sure. half levels all the way up. And we thought it was night terrors, but same time every night, the kids upstairs started seeing faces in each of their rooms in the window, which was second story. Interesting. Yeah. And so, and they were, and all of them. Now, hey, but this house was a, a split level. Right. It was a split level house. Right. But it was it was a good fifteen foot drop. Wow! So low because it was built on a hill, and so even though it was a split level, yeah, the back was still wide so unless, open. Unless but but the uh, the house could have been no older than the nineteen seventies, right? When it was nineteen seventies, yeah, 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 Colorado. Um, you know, so, uh, and and we were like, well, we thought at first it was just like night terrors and stuff, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, I, I don't know. We we mess around with it for a bit, just foster care. It, we're dealing with the counselors and all of that. Okay, so then we had this phone, landlines. We don't have many phones like that anymore, but we had this, this uh, landline. And whenever you would pick up another phone in the house on a landline, the phone in the kitchen would ding, just one little ding. And, man, every night... At the same time, it was cool because what, we, wasn't that the NSA? <laughs> could be <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because we were that important that they wanted to hear in, yeah, yeah. Uh, listen in. But uh, but it was cool because whenever the kids were messing around with the phone, man, I knew because it dinged in the kitchen. Yeah, and I'd run in there, and they're like, "We didn't do it." You know, yeah, you did. You know, I, I know, liar. <laughs> yeah, you and did. so um, and so it was about the same time, about nine thirty every night. The phone would ding a few times. So I'd run around. Who's up? Who's messing with the phones? They're all sound asleep. So I called the phone company. I'm like, are you running tests? What's going on? Nothing. So that was weird. And then my sister would come over sometimes and her dog started barking. And this was the weirdest thing. This was like when we thought something was up. Mm -hmm. Her dog started barking for no reason right in the middle of a room. And this room had, had one window and there was light coming in, and I saw this five times. There was no one in the backyard. There was nothing, and the dog would start barking. I'd go to see what the dog was barking at, and the dog would be staring at the wall, and and the shape of a human shadow would go across the wall. And, of course, I'd run to the backyard to see, you know, who's in the backyard. Absolutely. No one there. No one down the street. No one. Five times that happened, and my wife and I are like, man, this is something. Yeah. There's more going on. What, and was a car driving by it? That, no, that it was a it was a backyard that was shared with another house. Again, it was built on a hill, right. and the house was up the hill. There was no through traffic. Wow! 
And so the face is in the window, the phone doing the weird thing. And uh, like the week before, we had just watched The Ring. Oh, yeah. Scared Mm -hmm. the crap out of me because (laughs) I'm watching this. And right at the point where we see the video for the first time, my phone rings. (laughs) It was a telemarketer. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, so... Am I or am I or am I not going to die in seven days? Do you know what you're doing to me right (laughs) now? (laughs) But I mean, all this had happened. So my wheels were turning anyway. I was like, man, something's going on. That is nuts. So. Oh, because the phone rings in the video. Yeah. If you watch. Yeah. If you watch the the movie. Yeah. Then you your phone would ring and a voice would tell you you had seven days. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. The same thing happened to me. I saw it in the theater. Got back to my dorm room, and as I'm opening the door, my phone starts ringing. It was my mother, but I I yelled at her a little bit. (laughs) So you had, uh, the kids would say they can see faces. Yeah. All in separate rooms. The dog would bark at a human shadow on the wall. Which I saw myself. Which you saw yourself. And uh, the phone would would make like one ring. At the same time, every night. But it was like a... Like one sound, Just, one syllable yeah. of a ring. Right. That's interesting, Just, though. Yeah. That's really interesting. But, you know, as <coughs> were, you, were you a minister at that point? No, I was in school. You were in school doing it, though. Yeah. And see, and I've always kind of believed in stuff like that, but I'd never really experienced it. And I'm a skeptic. I, I you know, it, libertarian in a sense that I like facts coming from the outside in to inform right. me rather than me creating the facts, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, it was a nice idea as an idea, but experiencing it was something different. Yeah. And we would see moments where it would where the the activity would increase and then moments when it would decrease. And we're trying to figure out when this was happening. We had a caseworker who was very air quotes. You shouldn't do air quotes when you're recording, right? Yeah, air yeah. Quotes. <laughs> was very evolved. Um, sure. You know, very in touch with everything, you know, yeah. and just very condescending. Um, no, wait, 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 Evolved in in knowledge? Like, they're no, very knowledgeable? No, 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 no. Evolved in her sense of herself, and especially how everyone around her was not as evolved Oh, as she her. was hoity-toity. Oh, very much so. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Hoity-toity. <laughs> but was, it was, um, and this has... This has no bearing, right? I'm going to get myself in trouble on this. This has no bearing to the conversation other than what she was doing. But she was African-American who was getting in touch at certain times of the week with her ancestors. Essentially, seance kind yep, of. Exactly. Voodoo? Yeah, I don't know. Ex- I don't know the nuance of it, mm-hmm. but those kinds of settings. Mm-hmm. Okay, she would make her visits to the house after these settings. And we'd see an increase. In I was activity. just going to ask, is that when things would pick up? Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm a firm believer in the fact that, you know, things can attach themselves, follow you around or whatever. I think that's, yeah. And it's, it's usually for me anyway, in this house that I live in is usually about a three day thing. It's like whenever I get done with a case, it's usually three days and the activity will increase and then it's gone. Around you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, hmm. but I would, yeah, that was an interesting point that I wanted to bring up then. It was, is that when things would happen? That's yep. amazing. Yeah. So I will, I mean, I experienced that, 
Um, yeah. Now, my view isn't, I, and I told Myron this, um, I believe in the paranormal, having experienced some of it. What I don't believe in necessarily is the, the idea of disembodied spirits, dead people mm-hmm. disinhabiting. I think I just made up that word. Disinhabiting? Disinhabiting. I smell what you're stepping in, though. But, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah. I, you know, I don't necessarily believe... You mean believe, places? Well, like disinhabiting their bodies. I don't believe that necessarily happens in this realm. I believe more in the demonic. Right. And even in the sense that the demonic can, can take on and will take on the names and the faces and the people and the personalities... And in a haunting in that sense, I believe there is a demonic that is deceiving. That's their job. Right. Well, let's yeah. Let's go back two sentences. You do believe that people have souls. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh what is the waiting place? Is it Nirvana? No, that purgatory. purgatory. Right. Yeah. I, no, but purgatory is the punishment. And I think it? no, I think that's more of a Catholic yeah. Catholicism. And the Catholic thing. idea. And I, man, there's gonna. I'm not Catholic, and there's gonna be Catholics who are gonna correct me on this. But if I'm not mistaken, the Catholic idea of purgatory is not necessarily punishment so much as it is purging. Right. It's uh, it's an idea that we're gonna clean up the aspects of sin, I guess, in this world before you get on to your final. But you're only gonna have a you're only gonna have a couple of weeks of sin because once you well, confess and take of the flesh, then you're absolved. Right? So why does your soul need to be cleaned? Yeah, and I don't understand unanswerable. That. Yeah, I don't understand but, all but, that. But here's the thing. There's a there's a place if you if you don't ascend to heaven as soon as you die mm-hmm. There's a place for your soul to go, and you're saying that's purgatory. No. no I'm saying in the Catholic belief that's purgatory. You believe that your soul ascends right away. You Yes, or descends. Or descends, right. right. Or descends. So yes. you, you you do have, you have hell. Heaven and hell. Heaven and hell. Correct. Because some, some, some don't have some hell. Don't. Right. Some don't. Which, yeah. don't. And some very prominent speakers don't right yeah. now. I never really got on board with that. What? Idea. The idea that there wouldn't be a hell. Because I think, you know, we have night, we have day, we have black, we have white. There's these polar opposites Mm -hmm. that balance each other out. Uh, Of course, we're digressing, but I I am curious. Do you think they're getting that people... Because you do know that there's an a, a, an editing process as far as as far as religion goes, where they seem to be taking out all the negativity, mm-hmm. and then only talking about the positives, and and so you get this watered down, only positive version of religion. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean, do you? But you have you have a hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the nights that Doctor Who's not on. The night, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hell. <laughs> you have to have a hell in order to have demons, though. Okay? Sure. I, I think you have to have a hell in order to have heaven. Um, I mean, heaven wouldn't be heaven if there wasn't hell because, man, the people that are going to be in hell... 
Uh-huh. If they're in heaven, it's not heaven. It's hell. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You mean if you if you're up in heaven, you're sitting there having a uh, a really great Cuban cigar with a nice Chianti, yeah. and some asshole comes and sits next to you and probably not Castro light, light you on fire. <laughs> probably not Castro. Right. <laughs> that would be hell, right? Have to deal with assholes, right? Be like, oh man, here he comes again. What is what is the point of uh, demonic possession Mm -hmm. or demons coming up and 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 messing with your life? Yeah, what's the point? Yeah, from my perspective, the point, and I, I I think this is a. A Christian perspective. I, obviously, there's going to be people that disagree with me. Well, that's what we want all the way around. Um, but uh, uh, my perspective would be that liars love liars. Uh, um, they're deceiving spirits, and they want to deceive you. They want. I mean, if I if I'm suffering, we we say things like misery loves company, mm-hmm. right? Well, these demons have. I'm going to use this phrase intentionally. They have no chance in hell, Mm -hmm. right? They have no chance in hell. So their life sucks. So they're going, their death sucks. I don't know if life and death are the right words, but whatever. And so they're going to take as many with them as possible. Yeah. You know? I would totally hop on board with that. I'm a firm believer in the demonic. Yeah. Yeah, but what, do you differ in what or are you 100% with what he just said what he just said right now absolutely cool yeah I'm totally on board with that mm-hmm. I think what what do they get out of it they get their it's hard to tell are they trying to I, I've, I've always been you know a big believer in you know God and the devil and that there's like this constant game of chess going on. That's how that's my perception of of what is you know what we are down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you we're know, and we're the pawns, right? We're pawns. You know, yeah. more or less, yes. Yeah. But you know, I do think that we have purpose. Um, it's 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 hard to say. If that's the case, let me ask you this. God's up there, devil's down there, we're in the middle. A demon comes up, manipulates one of us. Mm-hmm. Does God manipulate us in the same way? God gave us free will. And I think he did that for a reason. So think- that so that we would play chess against the the horde. Well, I don't know. I don't. That's not the the intent of free will. Uh, again, from my perspective, the intent of free will is the choice. Uh, the the choice. Um, I've got four kids. Um, I want them to love me. I want them to respect me. I want them to do all that stuff. But I can't demand it from them. Mm-hmm. I want them to choose that. Yeah. So that's free will. That's free will. Yeah. And and God didn't. Uh, God doesn't give us free will so that uh so that we can join his side to fight the devil. Okay. Whoever whatever that is. 
um, he gives us free. I mean, that that's God using us to get something out of us. I think it's the other way around. I think God, I think he uses us because we've joined his side. He wants it. But that, what, what, but that, that was my question. Does does God do to us what the what the devil does to us? Manipulates, possesses. Well, okay, you talk about free will, but if a demon comes up, possesses your body, do you believe you believe in possession? Yeah. If we if we if we get possessed, right, we no longer have free will. We're doing the bidding of a demon, right? That's his move. If we're the chess pieces, that's that's the move from hell right to a, to manipulate us to possess yeah. us to do to do the bidding of hell or or whatever it is spin our heads around and puke you know <laughs> <laughs> split pea soup but right. that but that is uh which needs puke that's their move what i'm asking is what's the opposite what's the opposite of that what is god's move does he have a move is he playing the game mm-hmm. with the demons because if it, because if you have the demons I'm, what I'm trying to get at is what is the point? What is yeah. what? What are, what are the demons getting out of it? I mean, I'm not trying I to think, make it about God. I'm trying to make it about demons right. and what the point is. So, if if a demon comes up and he possesses somebody, or or doesn't possess somebody, but but messes with them in a paranormal way, knocks over their things, you know, when they walk into a room or right. whatever it is whatever the demon is doing to get dominion over mm-hmm. over that human what is the counteraction well first of all What's what is the, the what is the goal mm-hmm. and second of all what is the counter that god has for that you see what i mean mm-hmm. if it's a game that that god is playing against the devil well i think like you know as far as like a, a demonic possession or oppression or anything like that i think they're only doing it to one you know maybe try to gain control of this person to make them do bad things you know and uh, you know ultimately maybe even do something horrible Uh uh-huh you know um um but i also think that they're they're doing it to be they're being shits, you know, they're just being little shits. They're trying to amuse slap God in the face a little bit. Yes. You know, it's like that annoying, you know, brother or sibling that you have that's like poking you or like waves their hand in your face. You know, I'm not touching you. You can't get mad. I'm not touching you. You can't Uh, get mad, you know, type thing. You're saying there is no point. I'm saying, yeah. Other than their own amusement. Well, and maybe possibly some weird form of like recruitment. You know, because if you get this person to do horrible, horrible things. No, that's not true. You don't believe that? No way. I don't believe in any of it. What well, I'm saying is, is if you, if you, if the demon possesses your body, do you still have free will? I don't believe so. And if you commit a sin while you don't have free will, is it a sin? <laughs> See, that's a good well, question. That's a, I don't think possession happens accidentally either. Um, I don't think like whenever we're done, I'm going to drive home and on the way home that I'm just going to get possessed, you know, of course, I, I think, uh, you don't fill you don't fill a full glass with anything. You fill an empty glass. Um, so possession isn't something that just accidentally happens. 
And, well, I was accidentally possessed, and so that's okay if I just go in and start shooting people. That, that That's not going to happen. Um, no, but we do, we, we, we are talking about possession. Sure. And if, and if you guys are saying that, that you can be possessed, mm-hmm. right? The simple question that I'm asking is, is what you do while you're possessed? I'm not trying Sin. to defend. I'm not trying to defend right. a murder case here. Right. Okay. I, I'm I'm trying to ask if if you no longer have free will because you're con- you're you're possessed, is what you do as a sin considered a sin? And 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 if it if it isn't, then again, let's go back. What's the point well, of possession? I know a lot of people in the paranormal field will feel the same way about this but they will say that if somebody is possessed it is like you said for a reason they it's almost as if maybe they have invited it uh, in in yeah. some way shape or form you know um i don't i don't know how that would be i mean i'm sure there's that's a, not what a, the movies a, say everybody well i'm sure the movies before. movies say a lot you know yeah. but um, it's just like on The Exorcist, for example, one of the most famous possession cases, mm-hmm. and it ties into a true story. And there's some bits of it that sure. do uh, derive from fact, um, but they were the the child involved was dabbling with a, a Ouija board. You know, is that how that movie went? That is, and that's why there's such a bad stigma now with the Ouija board. You know, but it's you know they were practicing with the occult. You know, they were actively. Well, and there's an appeal to it because there is, uh, there's real power there. Yeah. There's real power. You know, how about these idiots that are flying over to join ISIS? Why, why in God's name would they do that? Well, yeah. there's real power there. In God's name. Yeah. It, it, their God. Well, their God. Their, yeah. Well, yeah. Which is the same God. Yeah. Well, no. that's what people. Think. No, it's the same. It's the same. God. Sorry, I they, said yeah. I didn't mean to say yeah. No, no. Isn't it? The, isn't it the same God? They just have a different. Uh, they just, you know, Christians have Jesus. They have Allah, right? Same God, though. That was I don't the same. know. I I don't I think don't God's know. doing a big masquerade I, where he wears a mask in one. Yeah, but that's what that, that, the, <laughs> that's what these people choose to believe. I don't know. I don't know. Who, who cares? It's, but I need to stop questioning everything. <laughs> but, no, don't que- don't stop questioning. <laughs> well, I, I mean, as far as the conversation, we need to keep it flowing, and I stop and digress. <laughs> <laughs> but you ask good questions, yeah, which still know. hasn't been answered yet. It's is the why? Why? Guys, well, yeah, I want we'll to know why demons, because we're talking about demons and their sure. mischief. Yeah. Right. And what do they get out of it? What, what, do they, it? what the right. heck do they get out of it? Of course, you can always say, well, they get amusement out of it. Well, of course. Okay. But th- that's a lot of energy to expend, you know? Uh, I, I would think. We're no different. Think of all of the energy we expend on minor amusements. Yeah, but we get, to, we say, get to eat steak, <laughs> and that steak gets converted to energy, which then we can waste. You know what I mean? And look at how fat we're getting. We're not expending that much energy. I'm almost. I'm, I'm 280 pounds. I, <laughs> you know, I'm sitting around a lot. What I'm saying is, these guys are expending a lot of energy to come up and knock your books off the shelf, or 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 come into your body. And and, and, and if the and you can't you I don't 
think, of course, I don't believe in any of it, but if I were to, <laughs> you, I, I wouldn't be able to say, I don't think, that if a demon possesses you, it's to make you sin so that you'll get sent to hell. Because I think if a demon possesses you, you're absolved of whatever sin you're forced to commit while you're possessed. I could hop on board with that too. And even and even if you're even if you're not, once he leaves your body, you can always just go to confession. Well, see now right? that's not necessarily or, or true. Or get baptized. Though. That's not necessarily but the true. Pro- see, the problem isn't the problem isn't the sin that we've done that's going to get us to hell. The problem is the fact that I mean, yeah, maybe maybe you're absolved in that sense of things that you did while you're possessed. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Whatever. Um the problem is the distance the distance from god empty cup right uh, if if you're that far removed from god that a demon can come in the problem isn't what the demon's making you do the problem is you're that far from oh, god oh i got it i got it it's more principle than practice is that coming from his mic is what now? that scratch it's killing it's my very ears. i don't know just turn down your volume a little bit on the on that that might help okay i see what you're saying now i and i and i think i get it and this but but then again this goes back to defending a murderer or somebody else that claims they did whatever crime they did because they were possessed but but that aside what you're saying is is that unlike movies okay Mm -hmm. and books Mm -hmm. you know fiction uh the majority of the time if you become possessed it's because you are already have a tendency to evil and that allows these demons to 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 enter sure. your realm and take take you over mm-hmm. is that correct is that sure. is that what yeah. you're saying yeah okay yeah and and you know we were talking there is a difference between possession and and oppression One's from the inside, one's from the outside. Right. Uh-huh. We can be demonically oppressed. You talked about books coming off of bookshelves or whatever. You know, We can be tormented yeah. without being possessed. Possessed is where they're inside working from the inside out. Yeah. Oppressed is where they're working in the world around you, yeah. messing with you. Yeah, trying to do nuts. And what do they get out of it? I think part of what they get out of it is is the is the enticement of look at what I can do you can either be scared or you can get on board with this or you can you know whatever um recruitment I don't know uh, yeah could be recruitment I I don't yeah you know I, I wish I knew well <laughs> from what I'm getting demon comes up and he's throwing all your stuff around and tormenting you from an, from the outside your will is strong enough not to let him in. Sure. And he's fighting you for that. If he comes up and he possesses you, your well your will wasn't strong enough to stop him and maybe the type of person you are or the way that you're acting or the way that you think at the time uh might have invited him in. Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And and then what they would get out of it is the amusement of it right sure 
because they're all sitting down there, burning up. They're bored. You know, there's no ice. There's no ice water. (laughs) (laughs) And and you know you got the set. You got the you got the seven deadly sins, right? Sure. Everybody. Everybody does. Every sin's deadly. Yeah. And if if I'm in hell and I'm a demon and I want to eat a bunch of steaks, I'd come up and possess somebody and have some steak and commit some sins. You know what I mean? I'm going to eat some steak and knock over a bank. And- <laughs> wasn't that, wasn't yeah. that in the first Matrix where he's like, just to erase my memory, I just want to eat steak. I just, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, because he... He was in hell, right? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. So, so he, well, the Matrix is a, a very biblical movie. Oh man, they <laughs> they've written with they have written books about finding the Bible and in, in the Matrix and whatnot, and it is bizarre mm-hmm. how many parallels they've drawn. With have that. you ever gotten into that? Yeah, I, you know, yeah. I I think there's a difference between spiritual and biblical. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, every man, everybody except you is spiritual. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a big thing right now. Spiritual, uh, Oprah's spiritual. That's uh, an excuse, is what it is. I think. I think, I think but I biblical, know. but biblical's different. I think. I think people who are saying they're spiritual are a bunch of atheists that are tr- no, that I are don't. trying not to say, "Hey, I'm an atheist." You know, you know how many atheists in the U.S. there are that that don't claim that they're atheists that because be, because. What was it? How I, would we I, know that document? That documentary that I watched last night with that. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That Richard Dawkins tar oh, yeah. face, right? <laughs> he's more militant than Penn Gillette. Uh, yeah, by a lot. I think he's a goofball. Anyways, <laughs> uh, they were reading the study. Him and this other guy were having a conversation, and and they said that atheists were on par with rapists as far as being trustworthy. My the God, the level of wow. trustworthiness. That, My God. Well, they did this survey and they said, "Who would you trust more, a rapist or a or a uh, atheist?" And a lot of people put rapist. Wow, <laughs> over atheist. So wow, <laughs> I like to think that huh. I'm a pretty honest, nice guy. I would absolutely I, agree with that, <laughs> and not a rapist. And, and not, <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, hey, no, no, wait a second, <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, I think honestly, like it all, I don't, I believe in God, you know, I I do fully. Um, Do we go to church every week? No, we don't. Yeah. See, in some people's eyes, they would agree with you in some people's eyes. And I think church is a great support group, you know, for people. I think so. But I call it AA for sinners. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I don't think it necessarily matters if your if your butt is in the pew. I think as long as you have faith, as long as that faith is there, like inside of you, and you're not questioning it, you know, it's strong. I disagree with you. I don't think it matters. I do. I think it just matters that you have faith. I think it matters that you that. <laughs> What, are you going to take attendance? <laughs> yeah. Listen, li- no, li- hear me out. Hear, I refuse hear, hear to believe what, that. What happens, what, what happens to people's belief in, in, in God if nobody goes to church? What happens, what happens to the church if nobody goes? What, what if you go there next Sunday and there's oh, that would suck. two people there? 
are two people going to be able to support the cost of the church? I know you're tax-free, but are two people going to support the cost of the church? Are two people going to support the cost of having you there for that support, that religious support? No, it's not going to happen. So if, if you wholeheartedly believe in God, get your butt to church, people, because if if that goes away, if church goes away, there is no religion. You just have a bunch of automatons running around <laughs> that have no defense for their beliefs. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It, it, look, I don't need to defend my beliefs because I have no beliefs. So I don't need to go somewhere. I don't need to be Pendulette. <laughs> and and run around and try to get confirmation for my beliefs from from my peers. I don't need that. I don't need to have a fight with with somebody who believes in God to justify my beliefs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you are a religious person, if you believe in God and and you worship God in whatever way you worship Him. Okay, you can do that in your spare time, but get your butt to church because if there are no churches, there is no religion, and you don't have any beliefs, buddy. You know what I mean? You have well, not, you, have, you can sit at home. Look, that's why they made churches. That's the in. I could be wrong. You could have a different opinion than what I'm saying here, but but that's why they made churches so that people could get together and and confirm their beliefs without that you have no confirmation and, and therefore what are you going to defend your beliefs against well you know? i think part of the the reason for church is kind of what we're doing here is for the dialogue mm-hmm. because i i'm a firm believer in asking questions yeah you know i and if you never ask a question you <coughs> never find an answer mm-hmm. um and and I think the autonomy of well, I believe in God, just going around, but never getting together and asking the questions. There's no answers there. Um, and I it, sometimes it makes it sound like we're talking about conformity. And in some churches, that's more important. Um, if uh, over the last year and everything, you've gotten to know me. I'm not a conformist. I think it's. I think it should be. I think you should think of it as uniformity, right? Not conformity. Yeah. There's a yeah. difference. Um, you know, I aren't you glad our military uh, in the United States doesn't just say, "Well, in my heart, I believe that we should fight mm-hmm. for the causes of whatever liberty and all of that," but. I really don't need to go to PT. I really don't need to train. I really don't, you know. Um, I mean, the military wouldn't have me. You talked about 280 pounds. I'm 120. That's a great so. analogy. <laughs> that is a great analogy. Uh, it com- for what I'm saying. Right. To back up what I'm saying. That's no, it does back up what analogy. you're Because you have no army if your army doesn't, d- have, right. doesn't have unity. Right. And without that, without... M- getting because i spent four years in the army so i know a little bit about it without getting there in the morning getting in formation (laughs) having that 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 morning check going and doing pt with your with your platoon you know Mm -hmm. doing what you need to do going to the rifle range together going out into the field and 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 spending some some nights in the cold in the dirt together you know what i mean without doing all that you don't have an army to defend your belief system in that 
particular in that particular thing it's the it's the american beliefs the the belief of our so-called freedom but i'm not going to digress into that it's the belief in our freedom and the american way and 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 all of that stuff right right if you're just sitting at home and you go yeah i'm a i'm a soldier but you know i never show up then there is no army and if you're a guy who believes in god and you never show up there is no religion I do believe, though, you can be a Christian without being in church. I mean, this is—that's what I'm saying. I was like, I was just going to ask, like, well, does that make me like a horrible person? Then, <laughs> like, okay, because I believe in God, the faith is there. Okay, but how do you reaffirm that belief? I don't need to reaffirm it. It's here. I have it. Like, I don't need. I I know. Okay. But that's I'm not, not I'm not like most people, okay? I do know the Bible. I know the parables, I know things of that nature. Um but I also have studied it mm-hmm. a little, but I've studied it. So maybe I'm not like everybody else. But I I don't necessarily need the to have it reaffirmed because mm-hmm. it it's not moving, it's not you know, shaking in any way. It's there. So but it's not just affirmation. It's it's also uh, volunteerism and and a host of other words that I could say. I'll give sure. you that. That, sure. that you do that you think you do for other people I that get, believe the same thing you believe. Right. I think my biggest problem then is like I'll, I'll just flat out say it is maybe organized religion. Mm. I think uh, to quote uh, Kevin Smith. In dogma, so they took a really good idea with religion and built a belief structure out of it. Because now you have Catholics, then you have a step below that you have Lutherans. Well, then you have Methodists and you have Baptists and you have all of these people. Now, don't put Jeff at the bottom. No, what I'm saying though, if what I'm saying is like (laughs) up top, as far as organized religion, you have Catholicism. That's like the oldest, you know, whatever. But then. Just a, a step below that is like Lutherans. That's the church that my wife grew up in and things right. of that nature. I grew up Methodist. I really don't think it matters because you're all telling the exact same stories, you know. But now we have all these denominations, mm-hmm. you know, and there are certain tweaks here and there. Oh, yeah. Our inventions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that uh, with any organization... There right, is. I yes. mean, the church is an organization, and the bigger any organization, the more infrastructure that's surrounding it. Right, and uh, yeah, it drives me nuts. But that's the way it is sometimes. Uh, you know, I I'll say along with that though, the infrastructure of the organization itself, while faulty, should should point back to the basics of how that infrastructure was originally created. And if it doesn't, then the problem is not the faith. The problem is the church. And in that regards, close them down. Right, right. You know, if if we can't learn to play in the same sandbox here, we talked about three churches here. And essentially, here here locally, and essentially, all three churches locally share... I was going to say, on a local scale, I don't see a problem. No. 
we, you know, we share the same beliefs. Uh, you know, there's some nuance you're in go, there. You're going exactly where I was going to go. Locally? Yeah. yeah as Well, you know, as it pertains to politics, like I said, I'm a libertarian, so I believe in small government. I believe in local government. Local government, when it gets corrupted, there you can easily do something about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You can easily go in and change that. Yeah. You know, state government is a lot harder. Right. Federal government is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> so when you have a federal government of a church, it's kind of hard to change anything or to make sure that the power doesn't corrupt. Mm-hmm. Your local church is a, is a different story. Right. And I and I think you're a horrible person. <laughs> I'm point. I'm not pointing to Jeff. Of course, he's not pointing to Jeff. <laughs> you, no, because look, you you group yourself. Listen, this is serious. You you group yourself with a bunch of people that believe in ghosts, and right. and 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 talk about ghosts and treat ghosts as a belief system. Okay. And you and you gather with them, and you go to church, which is which is may not be a church like Jeff's, but it's a it's a gathering place, Workman's Chapel, uh, this haunted school or or haunted crazy asylum you went to the other day. Right. You get your your followers, and you gather there, and you and you my followers, and you go to ch- well, they might not be following you, but they're following the belief. Okay. And you get this group together and you go there and you worship at the altar of the paranormal, but you won't get off your butt that and walk true. walk three blocks down the street to the church. Oh, it's four. And, okay, <laughs> and walk four blocks down the street to the church and support your local church. Right. And yet you put all, and you're telling me that you don't need to put any effort into believing God, but no. yet at the same time you're putting in no. Mountains of effort to For, believe in the paranormal. Not to believe in the paranormal. To prove the existence of the paranormal. Okay, well, but, but, but you don't we are not give intended a crap to, about the existence of, of Remember God, how he started off which, by talking about how I didn't proselytize him? He's doing my job for I me. I know, right? Well, look, look. In my world, though, in my... No, look. In, I get it. I, this this conversation will not digress into a question about whether there is a God or no God, whether yeah. there's demons or no demons. I won't allow that. But in my world, in my belief system, right, for myself, I don't think anybody should go to church. I don't think anybody should believe in God. I, I think that we should just live our freaking lives and not worry about it. But the reality is people do believe in God sure. and people do have religion. And, right. and I think that those people have those beliefs for a reason. And if they have those beliefs, for whatever reason it is, you can say that, that their parents indoctrinated them into it or brainwashed them into believing it or, <laughs> or, or maybe they didn't grow up and care. And then when they turned 30, they picked up a Bible and, and then decided they wanted to go to church and then they picked it up. Mm-hmm. However you got it, you got it. And if you do have it, I think you should support it. You know what I mean? I don't need to support my beliefs because I have none. But if I did have beliefs, I would need to go and re- and support those beliefs. Right. If I believed in, in God, you damn right I'd be at church. 
I would be at church. Not because I want to be uh, brainwashed or, or conformed I, or to confirm my beliefs every week, but because if I believed in God, then I would believe what God represents. And what God represents is all of these great and wonderful things that, that we have, like charity and uh, helping other people. And I think that if, you, if you're going to believe in that, then you need to get off your butt and go down and put some effort in and help out other people that believe in God. You know, why, why does your church go to the, uh, go to the reservation mm-hmm. in Arizona? Yeah. Is it, is it to help those people out? Is it to give charity or is it to go down there and give the guys blankets with, with small pox on it? You know what I mean? You're going down there to do some, some good, right? Right. You know, and, yeah. and if you believe in God and you believe in Jesus and, and, and you're a religious person, get off your butt and go do some good. What if what if I told you though that I am helping people, that I am doing a Christian thing by helping people with paranormal problems? <laughs> now wait, I swear to God, because these people, they number one, they don't want to, they don't want to believe in the paranormal. Did you want your mic off? No. Okay. What did you're getting too close and it's. Oh. What I'm saying, though, is... I tried to make it so you wouldn't have to edit that out. <laughs> what I'm saying, though, is like these people have a legitimate problem and they don't know where to turn. They don't want to necessarily turn yet. They don't necessarily want to turn to the church yet because they're afraid of what people might say, what people might think. And trust me, that's a big reason why I don't go to church is because in this town... Mm-hmm. People look at me a little different than they will most others. Jeff, do you, Trust do you, me you, look, at, do you look at Josh as kind of a, an outcast or weirdo? You know I'm what not he does. saying outcast. Whatever mm. it is. But it's just, I think they're a little freaked you, at the I, fact that this is my job. This is what I do. This is what you do. You live four blocks yeah. from Josh. You had to have heard about Josh before, which you have, and you've met sure. him before. Sure. Have you heard anything about Josh's uh, paranormal activity? Well, yeah. I mean, what'd you hear? Was it good? <laughs> good. How? I mean, it, it, this is what... like a job review. How do you review your job? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's good know, at well. getting the ghosties. Well, no. What What Josh is saying is that some people may look down upon him for what he does because of his profession. He's ex- He's experienced some negativity. Well, man, I no, but I get that. People look down on me for my profession, and that's a good point. Yeah. I don't. So. But I mean, I mean, just the other day, I was getting, I was getting a haircut, and and the stupid question I hate. Well, what do you do? Oh yeah. Because as soon as yeah. I tell them what I do, it's like, oh, oh. Well, you know. because look, there, but there's same a, same idea. No, but that. look, there's a certain guy in town. I'm not going to name his name. One because I don't remember it. <laughs> but as soon as I say this, you're going to know. There's a certain guy that in town, and his wife that are kind of creepy about it and and about that's about their religion okay and you okay. know and you, so you know who i'm talking about. i don't i don't actually yet but okay well they're really let, let me just say they're really involved in everybody's life okay okay and they give me the creeps they gave plenty of other people the creeps 
you know. And so when you hear, well, I'm a I'm a Christian minister, you kind of get, oh, okay, is this guy gonna? Well, you always know one person that that as soon as you hear something, you're going to associate everything with that idea, Christian, to that one person or that one, you know, and and man, especially I think of the movies I've seen, you know, Exorcism and well, The Ring and I don't know all these. And so you hear about someone like what you're doing, Josh, and you take all of those movies, all of those experiences, and you pile them on a person. Man, that happens with everyone. Right. The the thing, like, people look at me not like a, like I'm, you know, that I come at this from a scientific as possible, you know, perspective or whatever. They're, they're looking at me like I'm literally worshiping Satan. I mean, that's... And they have no idea that well, the Dungeons and Dragons thing, right, <laughs> or something? I don't know, but it, it's just weird. And I'm into—I was into Dungeons and Dragons, but that has nothing to do with the occult. Yeah, I'm a geek. Right, right. I yeah. mean, I'm just a huge nerd. And now See, you're I'm just now, now you're a Christian minister. Right. So, you know, well, I'm saying I brought up Dungeons and Dragons because people thought if you played it, you were a devil worshiper. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Well, didn't you? Okay. Start. I, I I did, and I I knew that even when I was playing. I don't play it anymore. Do people well, even play that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. They yeah. do, yeah. Okay. But, uh, but I knew that perspective. Yeah. And that honestly, that's part of the reason why I played it. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, have you ever heard about what happened in Thurman? No, I don't know. All right. For those of you who don't know, uh, and... Uh, for people who do we live in a small town it's called Tabor. there's a what, what three thousand people who live in town a thousand a thousand yeah, right yeah. the grand probably okay. yeah seven miles and away since your newest one a thousand and one yeah there you go <laughs> uh seven miles away is where i live in a town called thurman and there's only about 93 people that live in town right. if you if you add up the entire township which includes a couple of little towns outside of it right and, right and uh the whole area at Scott Township, uh, there's 290, but but 93 people live in town. When I was a kid, I was 12 years old, and I remember being at the park, and I was uh, on my bicycle, right? And there was a group of guys that come walking across the park. Now, the park is one square block in Thurman, mm-hmm. and at the corner of the southwest corner of the park, there was a house that was empty. And somebody had gone inside, and they had spray painted a bunch of stuff inside, like six six six, and and uh, you know stupid stuff, you know pentagrams and peace symbols and whatever. They don't even realize what they're putting. There. <laughs> no, it was just somebody <laughs> that went in there that was bored yeah. and decided to do it. Now I hung out with a guy named Scott, and Scott had uh, did have a, a girlfriend named Karina. Now Karina and him weren't seeing each other anymore. She had. She lived up on a hill in, where the mayor lives now of Thurman. Uh, she lived in a house up on the hill, and she was dating another guy named Mike, right? And Scott had a cousin named Nick. And so, but, but like I said, him and Karina weren't seeing each other. Karina had a different boyfriend. Now, these guys had got, walked across the park, went into this empty house, and uh, there was probably about eight of these guys, nine of these guys. Wow. One of them included the mayor at the time, 
Hmm. They'd gone into the house and they looked around and then they came out and then they started walking to the northwest corner of the park. Now, if you went two more blocks past the park, you would be at Karina's house. Okay. And her dad wasn't home and, and her dad wasn't married at the time. And they had gone up there to the house, these eight guys, eight, nine guys. And Karina was inside at the time trying on wedding dresses. Oh, wow. right. And these guys broke into the house, the mayor and a couple other guys. They broke through the back door, broke through the front door. There was an entranceway to the basement that on the outside, but there was also one on the inside. So they went down into the basement and was going to come up the stairs on the inside of the house, which came into the kitchen, right? They were coming in all entrances of this house. Now, this is a three-story house. It's huge with a wraparound porch, right? And when they came up, they come up behind her and grabbed her, right? Now, this is all true. I'm not exaggerating. In fact, I don't think I am... When I when I finish telling you this, I think that I will have left out a lot of detail, right? So I'm not even exaggerating. They grabbed her, right? Mm. And uh, she started screaming. And Mike had uh, knew where her father's shotgun was. He had a double barrel shotgun with a buckshot in it. Right. So he ran to grab the shotgun. Right. And when he got it, he said, I, he cussed at him and said, you know, I got a friggin' shotgun. Yeah. Motherfuckers. (laughs) So they started booking it out the door. They let go of Karina. Okay. And they started booking it out the door and he come running out onto that porch with that shotgun and he put buckshot into the ass of one of those guys. Whoa. He ended up in the hospital. Okay. And uh, the the rest of the guys now they were they were running because he well, had yeah. that shotgun right, <laughs> yeah. which is a good argument for for you know uh, anti gun control the second <laughs> good argument for the Second Amendment because you're gonna have you're gonna have these people coming into your house you know you want to have some protection so so he put buckshot into one of these guys' asses now the night before and this is why I told you about Scott and his cousin Nick. The, the the day before, and I didn't realize this, there was about 25 guys down at the park that surrounded Scott and Nick. Now, remember, Scott was 17 at the time. Nick, I think, was 16, right, or 15. Wow. They surrounded him, them two guys at the park, and uh, beat them with baseball bats. Holy wow. God. Right? What the heck? Now, Here's why all of that happened. And I don't know why they didn't come after me. Maybe it was because I only spent two weeks out of the year. Because I, I lived in Omaha, Nebraska, Council Bluffs. Right, right. And I came out to visit my grandparents. And I happened to be there because I came out every summer for two weeks. I happened to be there when all of this kind of went down. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there. I was there the day for the Karina incident at the house. But wow. I was at my grandmother's the the evening before when they had surrounded Scott and Nick and beat him with baseball bats. And Nick had to have surgery on his knees as a teenager. He had to have surgery on his knees. From the beating. From the beating because they'd knocked his knees out. 
because these two guys were going to take all 25 of them on. They didn't care. Wow. Uh, and they were a couple of crazy kids. They weren't criminals by any means. Well, Nick kind of is, but, <laughs> but Scott isn't. Okay. I named one of my kids after Scott. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Scott's not a criminal, but they, they took out Nick's knees. They beat these guys with baseball bats. They got in trouble, too. They took them to court and everything. These, these oh, I'm sure, yeah. Here's why they did it. Because Scott and me and Karina and a couple other kids in town would play Dungeons and Dragons. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. That's why they came after. That's why. That's where this all originated no, from. Because we played Dungeons and Dungeons Dragons, Dragons and they thought that yeah. Karina, <sighs> Karina and Scott and Nick and everybody that did it were worshiping the devil. Hold up. Were what? these the same dudes that then went into that house and like spray painted the 666 and all that horse shit? No, in there? nobody okay. knows who went into okay, the house. Okay, nobody knows who did that. Yeah, Scott, Scott and Nick didn't go into that house and spray paint anything. And neither did I or anybody that I knew in town. And that was their whole reasoning. Well, they knew that they knew that Scott played Dungeons and Dragons. And and let Who me tell you, man? here's what like, we did when we played Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we drew up a map of a of a of a floor plan of a castle. We created characters, and then we went in there and we rolled dice. And in every single room, we got treasure. And, and we fought something, got treasure, went out in the hall, went in the next room, fought something, got treasure. It was, it was, we played it really re- retarded. Right. We didn't delve into it really great and awesome or anything like that. It was really generic. And, but it and, gave you something to do. But it gave it us something to do because we, we lived in a really small town. But, yeah. but they knew that we played Dungeons and Dragons. And again, when I say we, they didn't know me. So mm-hmm. they passed right by me at the park. I was 12 years old. And and what were they going to do to a 12-year-old anyways? Right. You know, at least a 17-year-old looks kind of, you know, like an adult. But uh but yeah, they went over to the house. They they saw the stuff inside the house. They equated it with the guys playing Dungeons and Dragons and then they went after the guys that played Dungeons and Dragons. Now, wow. <laughs> so And blame God for it. See, that's Well, I'm not blaming God. I'm blaming these guys. Well, but I mean, these yeah. guys were saying, yeah, you know, because it, I don't know, connecting I, it to the occult. Look, I whatever. don't know if it was a church effort. All I'm saying is that the mayor and some of his friends from yeah. that lived in town, the stupid farmers and stuff like that, you know, they 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 got they would huddle uptown at the gas station or or at the cafe because there was a cafe there at the time at the cafe and they would be like them darn kids are playing uh dungeons and dragons uh it's a bunch of devil worship if you ask me uh-huh. and then they would and then they you know they, they just starts, yeah. and they just had these conversations now, i don't think they were having them at church i think they were having them at the gas station and then, they, and then they said, well, <laughs> well, you know, they somebody broke into that empty house and put a bunch of devil stuff on the walls. Well, let's go have a look at that. So they went down and they looked at it. Oh, yeah, a bunch of devil stuff. And I bet it's those kids playing Dungeons and Dragons. And then they, let's go. And they knew nothing of the game, though. Let's go get them. Yeah, they knew nothing of the game. No. It was stupid. It's a stupid game. It has nothing to do with the devil. Dang. But that was a long digression into you playing Dungeons and Dragons and what you were saying as far as what people think about, right? you know, you doing the paranormal. Well, and I mean, that right there is a 
prime example of, I mean, it's an extreme example, don't get me wrong, but I mean, it's an example nonetheless of, you know, some people are going to take this the wrong way, I guess, but it's, you know, it's small town mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how, you know, we, we think as a group, we act as a group, you know, we're very, you know, we're tied together right. in such small towns. That's right. how we are. Yeah. You know, I and mean, that's the way it always will be, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Well, and the thinking that, you know, well, uh, sitting uptown at the cafe or whatever, the thinking, I, I mean, that's why my wife and I came to Tabor is because Tabor needed some, a, a new gene pool, yeah. you know, yeah. and, <laughs> and the thinking, the thinking does the same thing yeah. that, that DNA does is that after a while, if, if it's inbred, bad things come out of it and right or wrong with the game i had wrong motives for playing the game i did it to for those people that were sitting uptown in my town i did it for their sake so that they would think i was a devil worshiper Uh, you know i did it to be just to prove to everyone that i don't give a crap what you think well that's something that amuses me about you because you, you, because in more ways than what you just said, you kind of do that. You still do that today. He pushes the envelope. Well, That's well, what, well, I don't want to say anything on here because you know somebody somebody may come and be like, ah, Jeff's on there. I'm going to go listen to it, <laughs> and they may know you. You know what I mean? But but you do like to to push against things and mm-hmm. i thought that that was i thought that that i, I think that that's a good trait I, that know, is a good trait <laughs> you, you know you, not everyone at my church would agree yeah <laughs> oh, well listen if anybody from your church is going to listen to this which i don't know if they will or not and for what it's worth coming from someone like me i i, re- I really do if i was if i was going to go to church it would definitely be your church <laughs> Finally, and I'd that, have someone that would laugh at my jokes. Well, and that might be that might not be a good endorsement. Okay, okay. We'll but start our own. But uh, but if I was going to, it would be it would be yours, just because you know you don't have that. Let's go, you know, get them devil worshippers, you know, break into their house and beat them with baseball bat mentality, you know, right. It, that, see, and that was another, like I did, we got a lot of flack because I started a paranormal group on a college campus, you know, and we had funding from the college itself. We were an actual organized, you know, a, a group, um, but man, we got a lot, a lot of crap from uh, the religious groups that mm-hmm. were on campus. Mm-hmm. My God. Was it because of the funding? No, they no. got the they got the exact same okay. amount of funding as yeah. well. Um, they just did not agree with what we were doing. They, and did they ask? Did anyone ask what you were doing? They never. Okay, they knew that we were doing. Um, they knew that we were doing paranormal investigating. Mm-hmm. They knew that it was an on call basis. These people would call us with concerns or whatever. We would go and try to help in any way that we could. Sure. But they had a real problem with it um, because they they said no. I mean, it was more like um, like your perspective where you say not necessarily a ghost. It's a it's a demon. Mm-hmm. You're playing with fire, you know, sure. and that's you know what's going to happen. And so that was their main 
concerned, but I mean, they took it to crazy levels. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Just what would people know. think if you went with Josh or participated in in what Josh was doing? Would, would you people, get flack for what that? Would people think. Hmm. Well, let's say let's say you went at it from studying the demonic side of it because mm-hmm. you know not to not to bring back because people already heard what you believe so sure but it, but if you were if you were to say well i want to go i want to go look into the demonic aspect of of what josh is doing i want to you know on a particular subject let's say uh the asylum building or the workman's chapel or right. or right. any of that stuff if you wanted to go look into that as an academic exercise mm-hmm. would people understand that or would, um, would they think that you're you're just playing around i mean there's foolish? yeah there's there's always critics yeah man i there's always critics um any sort of public job there's going to be critics and what kind of flack i would get now that that'd be a different question my concern wouldn't be necessarily what am i going to get from others my concern, again, with my firsthand experience, my concern, right. and, and you talked about it, is the tag-alongs. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I, I believe in it in the sense that it freaks me out. Well, I don't know that I do it. Be- it yeah. firsthand. Yeah, and I, I don't know that I do it, and it's not from even an academic perspective necessarily. It's, I, I, I don't know, it, it weirds me out just a little bit. Um and uh, and not you, obviously. Right, right. I, I mean, Myron weirds me out, but a whole different, <laughs> whole different. But uh, but no, it just I, that would be the thing, you know. And I, of course, like like a lot of people, I, I read those Bible verses, yeah. And I go, man, there, there's a reason why I don't want to mess with this. Right. It's not because I don't believe; it's because I do. Because you do believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, seeing it firsthand there's that morbid curiosity in me the same thing you know people talk about rubberneckers at accidents i am totally to blame i will pass out if i see blood but i still slow down to look for it right (laughs) Um, and so there's a morbid curiosity in me that says yeah i I kind of i think it was the curiosity in me that just kept me going right and now of course with you know everything that I find. Well, there's 50 other things out there to pursue. It's more of the morbid curiosity. You know, is that dangerous in your opinion? Oh man, uh, yes and no. I think a lot of it has to do with personality, um, because I think there are people that are inclined to to overstep, yeah. um, to to go overboard into anything sure right there's people that shouldn't drink because they're going to become alcoholics um there's people that that you know everything everything there's certain personalities my question with me is where am i on that spectrum i tend to become a fanatic uh, on things that i latch on to i do the same whether it's anything I, i talked about doctor who earlier right i i latch on to something i like and i'm like i'm all there um, and so I think there's a danger in that, um, latching on too deeply. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have an uncle who, 
uh, who I'm not, uh, since I'm using him, who I'm not going to encourage to listen to this. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, someone came to the door. He was he was part of a tra- the tradition that I, I I'm a part of, and uh, someone knocked at the door and they said, "Hey, would you read the literature?" Or pamphlets help us. Pamphlets. Yeah. I hate pamphlets. Uh, would you read the literature? He's like, "Yeah, I'll read the literature." So he read the literature and. Then he read a little bit more. Then he read a little bit more. Then he read a little bit more. Man, he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs now. He read too much and he went too far. Right. I think there's a danger. And then he became that. a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, uh, but no, Mor- he's not a Jehovah's a Witness. Mormon? <laughs> a Mormon. I-, I won't tell you what he is, those just in only, case. Those are um, the only two I can think yeah. of that pass out literature. Yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll start the okay. Nazarene Church, but uh, okay. uh, <laughs> seems to work. But, uh, <laughs> where's your address in Thurman? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, uh, but no, I I think there's a danger in that sense of going too far, and my perspective is, ex- looking at the demonic academically can become more of a fascination. Well, in that sense, I. Let's let's observe the opposite side with the same vigor, right? Because that's where I am. Uh-huh. Uh, salvation isn't in, from my perspective, salvation isn't in knowing that there's a demonic. Salvation is knowing what counters it, right? And so that's where I would spend my time. But again, there's the morbid curiosity in it. I'm curious. <coughs> I'm curious about the embalming process and stuff like that, you know, six feet under in that show. That's, and all It's of, interesting. Yeah, and it, it there's a morbid curiosity to it. Um, now, how far I take that is up to me. Well, but you, you only have to spend, what, half an hour in that world at right. a time, and you don't have to actually do anything physical to, to do it. You just watch it on television. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but to be there and to experience that, that's the caution. That's yeah. a caution, you know, and of course there's the Bible verses and all of that. Um, I'm not one to throw Bible verses at life and assume that that's the answer. Um, you know, I, I, I like asking questions and I like seeking answers that are intelligent. I think that's my thing too, is I just, I don't know. I love, like this setting that we have right here. Right. You know, we're sitting around, we're just talking, we're asking questions, we're answering questions to the best of our ability it's fun. Yeah. It's a good time. You know? I'm having a horrible time. <laughs> Byron's just like, kiss my ass. This is horrible. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to end it here, I think. And Jeff, I thought it was great having you on the show. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was, it was think, awesome. I think... Uh, I have an opinion about everyone's opinion, so whatever. Well, <laughs> well you know, if uh, if people don't walk away from this show either confirming or gaining a belief or an opinion fuck it i i think that it was i think i think we threw a lot on the table yeah we did. can, I, can I, I say agree to that statement without yeah. endorsing the whole phrase yeah <laughs> sure okay <laughs> i absolve you <laughs> oh, great i'm out of a job yeah right <laughs> all right oh. Well, oh. Uh, what do you got going on, Josh? Anything? Uh, I just wrapped up my portion of filming with the Ghost Files guys for their season three. 
show. Uh, you, we've never given anybody that their address, and these are these are the guys that work with you on all your documentaries or on a couple on, of your documentaries on the full length documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Which and it, if if you go to uh, ghostfiles TV, ghostfiles TV, check them out. Yeah, check uh, them they've out. got some great stuff going on. They have the uh, a really interesting YouTube page as well with a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you don't have anything on the internet. Uh, I mean, I don't I, know what local people are going to hear this, but no, nothing. I, no, nothing, nothing, nothing. Really. I can, mean, a website, but no, nothing to do with this. If you want to see Jeff in person, you can drive a thousand miles to Tabor. There you go. And come or, to his church. Or four blocks. Just say, or "Hey, where's blocks. Jeff's church?" When you get here, <laughs> and uh, go to church. He'll be there, what, every Sunday? <laughs> That's the plan. Okay. <laughs> every Sunday. I love it. Uh, unless this podcast changes things, but, you know, yeah. no. And you can, uh, <laughs> uh, we have ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. Send us an email. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Yeah, keep throwing the tweets and the Facebook messages out, too, because we really love that stuff. And what was our Twitter address? What was our Twitter address? Yeah. I don't know. My phone's ringing right now. I can't check it. Our Twitter address is... The Ectoplasm, the Ectoplasm Show. At Twitter.com. Twitter. <laughs> Ectoplasm Show. Facebook. Yep. You'll you'll know it's us because of the little green or blue Slimer. Guy. Slimer. Yeah. Slimer yeah. And ectoplasm. Uh, and I was also thinking about doing uh, the Speak Spreaker which is you can, uh, when you're listening to the show, you can comment using audio. Whoa. Uh, which is uh, sounds really awesome. Yeah. So we're think, I'm thinking about checking into that. Dude, I would love that. Well, it's getting really popular. It's uh, instead of leaving a, a, a typed just comment, a comment, you right. just you hit a button and you talk into your mobile device and... Hey, uh, your show sucks, dude. Or, hey, that's fine too. Or, I don't care. Hey, that, that, that would be great. Great show today, guys. You know, whatever it is, yeah. or ask us a question. Hey, uh, you know, what the heck religion is, Jeff? Uh-huh. Because we didn't mention it once. Uh, what specific religion? <laughs> you know, whatever question you may have, you can just you can just leave it as an audio file. I think that would, is, is is a great idea, and I yeah. think any feedback whatsoever is positive feedback. Yeah, whether it be, you know, hey, you guys suck out loud. I mean, we'll judge yeah. you for it, but whatever. Well, yeah, of yeah. course we're going to judge you, <laughs> but you know, I mean, we're going to be a man about it and do it behind your back. So. Right. <laughs> now, here's the thing: I spent all last night trying to fix our image on itunes itself now there's an itunes podcast app that has our uh our logo with uh the girl slimer oh with slimer the the other one is a uh it's gray and and black and it has a girl in the shape of an e and it says ectoplasm now that's super sexy too so if you see that that is us uh you know it i can't get iTunes to update weird. to the new logo. So and maybe it has though. Maybe it just took a day. But yeah, maybe we'll get into that Spreaker thing, and you guys can start leaving us uh, audio messages. That'd be cool. So, yeah. So play, so. play them and respond to them. Yeah. In this setting. Yeah. That would be so awesome. All yeah. right, people. So uh, you know. Yeah. Everybody, stay well. There you go. 
And uh, we will catch you next week. Thanks, Jeff. You bet. I make it a rule never to get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. Oh, my God!